Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this podcast is all about fat loss, your health goals, how you can achieve them, and everything else that goes with that. So if your goal is to get healthy or to live a healthier lifestyle and lose some fat in the process, you are in the right place. In today's episode, I'm going to chat about five things I hear on a regular basis as to why you can't lose fat or lose weight. And I'm going to break those five things down. So if at any point you hear one of them and you're like, oh, yes, I've I've used that phrase before or, oh, yes, that does sound like what I am currently dealing with, then this episode is just for you. But before we get into that, if at any point you feel like dropping me a rating or review on the app that you use to listen to this podcast, I would highly appreciate that as any rating or review does bump it up in the podcast app that you're using and it does reach more people. If you're not yet following me on socials, my handle on all social media is running for mayor. That's Instagram, TikTok and Facebook and now YouTube as well. The socials is where I drop a lot of free content, very short and brief content that can help you as well with your fat loss and health goals. Let's jump straight into it. Here are five phrases that I hear on, I should you not, on a daily basis as to why you and others are potentially struggling with your weight loss. And I'm going to list them down now as five, but I'm going to break them down and chat about each one individually so that you know how to move forward with any of these struggles if you are dealing with them. So number one, I am not losing weight because I eat too little. Number two, I exercise five to six days a week, but I still can't seem to lose weight. Number three, I know what to do, but I just can't do it. Number four, I want to lose weight, but I first need to sort X, Y, and Z out before I can start. Number five, I'm not even hungry, but I tend to gain weight. If you are battling with any of these five or if you have used any of these five phrases then I do strongly suggest that you stick around and listen to the full episode so that you know how to move forward with it so that you can start seeing progress in your weight loss. Number one let's break it down I am not losing weight because I think I eat too little. This is definitely not the case. Somewhere, somewhere, there is a mismanagement of calories. If you are in a consistent calorie deficit, fat loss has to take place, right? And again, you need to look at how you are assessing it. Are you looking at it every day and saying, oh, I'm not losing weight? Or are you taking your weight every day as a data point and then comparing it week to week upon week over a couple of months and then coming to the conclusion that you are not losing weight? But like I said, if you're on a calorie deficit, a consistent calorie deficit, fat loss has to take place. And that's why I say that somewhere, somewhere, there is a mismanagement of calories because 99% of the time when you say this, that you're not losing weight 
because you eat too little. It's you're not losing weight because you're not in a calorie deficit. So let's break it down a little bit further. When you say you are not eating a lot, a lot of the time what you then thinking is that you're not eating a lot of food, like you're not having a lot of meals throughout the day. So how can you not be losing weight? What I want you to start doing is to account for absolutely everything that you are eating. The small things, your biltong, your nuts, your cappuccinos, your other liquid calories, because those are the things that don't seem like a lot, but they carry a lot of calories. So whilst you're having the smaller things, you're consuming a high amount of calories without even knowing it. But because they're small ticket items, in your mind, you feel like you're not eating a lot because you're not even eating three meals a day. But having three meals a day of nutrient-dense food, which may seem like a lot, might actually come in at a lower calorie value at the end of the day than what a handful of biltong, a handful of nuts, three cappuccinos, and orange juice might come in at. So those are the considerations. Account for everything that you are consuming and do that for about seven days. Then you will see, yes, so it might feel as though you're not eating a lot of food as such, but your calories may be through the roof from the small ticket items that you are consuming. Number two, Mandy, I exercise five to six days a week. I even do CrossFit, but I still don't seem to be able to lose weight. Again, this comes down to the fact that you are most likely not within a calorie deficit. Remember, your nutrition is the pilot of your fat loss airplane and your exercise is the co-pilot. So the fundamental that you need to focus on for fat loss to take place is your nutrition, the amount of calories that you are consuming through food. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. They tend to focus more on the calories burnt through exercise and then use that as a ticket, a free pass as such to consume a lot more food. And then by consuming a lot more food, essentially what happens is you put in yourself with either in maintenance calories or still within a calorie surplus. So again, it's amazing that you are exercising, right? Exercise plays a vital role within our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health. But again, it shouldn't be the pilot of your fat loss airplane. Your nutrition and your calorie intake should be the pilot of your fat loss airplane. Then another thing to take into consideration here is if you are training excessively five to six times a week and it is strength training, keep in mind that you're most likely going to be building lean muscle mass and lean muscle mass carries weight to it as well. So if you step on that scale and it hasn't necessarily dropped in the direction you wanted to, it could be that, yes, maybe you are within a calorie deficit, but now any fat that you have lost might be overshadowed by the muscle that you have gained. Always keep in mind, though, that if you have a substantial amount of fat to lose, you should see a reflection on the scale and that the muscle wouldn't stand in the way totally of that. 
So the best thing to do here is obviously use your, your scale as a form of progress measurement, but also use your centimeters, so your body composition, and also take progress photos maybe once a month, and then also try on your clothes on a regular basis and try and assess how they are feeling on you. Are they feeling more comfortable, etc., etc. Number three is a biggie. This is something I hear on a daily basis and it's also something that I I deal with on with myself as well is I know what to do Mandy but I just can't do it. Now I want to break this down into two parts. A lot of the times, okay this is part number one, a lot of the times you think you might know what to do and this is me being very honest with you guys and calling a spade a spade without being rude But a lot of the times you feel like you know what you have to do. But where does that information stem from? Does it stem from previous fad diets that you have tried? Is your knowing what you have to do, meaning that you think you have to restrict everything and train 20 times a day, is that what you think you have to do? Or do you really know the actual fundamentals that have to take place? And have you allowed yourself the freedom of a non-restrictive plan? Then part number two, most of the time is, yes, you'll know what to do, but you won't be able to do it because you don't have that accountability. You don't have that support. Number three, you don't have that reassurance that what you are doing is working. Think of a time where that number on the scale has fluctuated and you have been doing everything according to plan. And in that moment when the fluctuations were so rife, you gave up because you thought the problem lied with you and what you were doing, right? You had no one to reassure you that, you know what, what you're doing is fucking A, it's amazing, And that scale has a mind of its own, just continue pushing. That reassurance that you get is vital. So it's not always about having the most clean cut plan that tells you what to do and when to do it. But it's more about having someone there in your corner that holds you accountable, that supports you, that knows what you are going through, and that actually is your biggest believer in you. So please don't ever overlook the importance of accountability, support and reassurance. Now, this is where I will drop a bit of a sales and marketing pitch and let you know that signing up to a group program such as mine, and again, you don't necessarily have to sign up to mine, but investing in yourself and getting the support and the guidance and the accountability that you need is probably going to be the best investment that you ever make for yourself if a healthier lifestyle and fat loss is your goal. Because the moment you have that support and you have that accountability, you tend to then stick to doing the things that you need to do. I mean, if you want, you can head over to mandymayer.com and sign up for my next group program. So again, it might stem from the fact that you think you know what to do, 
but oftentimes it might not necessarily be the correct focus. And when it's not the correct focus, you could be overwhelming yourself like crazy, which means then, you know what, you you look, I just can't stick to it because how the fuck am I going to do 20,000 steps a day? Or how the fuck am I going to eat 900 calories per day? And then you just can't do it. But if you know the fundamentals and if you fully understand the averages over time, for example, and you have that support, that guidance and that accountability, the chances of you actually pushing through with everything are a lot higher. And then number four, I want to lose weight, Mandy, but I first need to sort out X, Y and Z, meaning that your goal is to get healthy and lose weight. But you just can't start now because there's other things that need to be sorted out first. I've seen this a lot and I know I used to do that a lot. I would always postpone my fat loss expedition because there was always something more important that had to be done. I ask you with tears in my eyes, what is more important than your health? And the reason I know for a fact with me, the reason why I kept postponing it is because, like I mentioned in the previous point, was I thought that I had to do drastic things. And by doing drastic things, it would require every single second of my day. Hence, I kept saying, oh, no, I can't do it now because I need to travel for work. Or, oh, no, I can't do it now because I'm moving house. Or, oh, no, I can't do it now because I'm changing jobs. But if you know the basic fundamentals and you don't overwhelm yourself and you know that by starting this journey, all it takes is you walking an extra step every single day. All it takes is you drinking an extra mouthful of water every single day. All it takes is you having a look at your calories and making a little bit of a plan with regards to that. Now, I use the word all it takes very lightly because I know that this journey is a very difficult journey, but all it takes is just starting. But again, so many people believe that to start, you have to free up all the time in your day, right? For example, but again, to start, you just have to take that first step, break your goals down and gradually work on them and know that life is going to be chaotic. Life is going to be busy. There's always going to be something that you have to do and you can't keep postponing your health goals because of life. At the end of the day, you want to create habits that fit into your lifestyle so that you can still manage them, so that you can still build them and grow them and work on them and that you can continue seeing progress and results. I can tell you now that there there's never going to be a right time to start. And if you're postponing it, you're going to continue postponing it. That I know for a fact. And the reason I know that is because that was me. That was me in a nutshell. I would postpone it for every fucking reason in the book. Oh, I can't do it now. I'm going on a holiday in three weeks time. But there's no better time to start doing it now so that when you go on holiday, you learn how to navigate these things 
as your current lifestyle and how to navigate being mindful and how to work in those healthy habits whilst you are on holiday, while still enjoying the holiday. Like you literally, if you start now, you're setting yourself up for success. If you don't start now and you keep postponing it, when are you ever going to start? And number five, I'm not even hungry but I gain weight, meaning I'm not even hungry. How the hell do you want me to eat three meals per day, Mandy? That's essentially what it means. Um, because if I'm already not hungry, I'm not eating three meals per day and I'm gaining weight. Imagine what's going to happen if I do eat those three meals per day. And this phrase sort of goes hand in hand with phrase one of not losing weight, but I eat so little or because I eat so little. But again, we need to look at the reasons as to why you are not hungry at your meal times. And a lot of the times why you are not hungry at meal times is because you have been snacking throughout the day at odd times and the snacks you have been consuming are maybe high sugar, high processed snacks, which then keep you full during that meal time. But then you hit a massive low just after that meal time and you turn to more snacks. So that is something to take into consideration as well. Which also then brings me to the point of, you know, oh Mandy, I can't eat breakfast because I'm not hungry, or I skip lunch because I'm not hungry. Again, we need to highlight why you're not hungry at those times. Because, like I said, it's most likely due to the fact that there is either eating at odd hours of the day, or a quite a big amount of snacking that takes place. So when that meal time does come, you aren't hungry. And again, the, the calories from your snacks are a lot higher than what you do believe. So again, there might be a mismanagement of calories in that area and you want to start tracking absolutely everything that you do consume. Now, one thing I want to place emphasis on here is I know right now you might not be hungry at breakfast time or lunch time or dinner time, but it is something that I would like you to start working on is a meal frequency. So start having something small for breakfast, maybe a little snack in between, then start having your lunch at a certain hour, maybe a little snack in between, and then have your dinner at a certain hour, right? In the beginning, it's going to be difficult because you are not used to having a set meal frequency and set meals. But once your body gets used to that, it is a fucking game changer. Again, I want you to know, I chat about things that really have been struggles for myself in the past when I was struggling to lose weight initially, but it's also struggles that I see on a daily basis. All the strategies that I chat about and that I discuss with you on this podcast and this episode of this podcast are tried and tested. They've worked with myself and they've worked with multiple different people that I have worked with. So if at any point you listen to this and you're like, oh, but I don't like breakfast, I highly suggest that you do start including breakfast and just test it, for example. Breakfast was just an example. Any meal for that matter or any strategy that I use is test it and see if it works for you. And don't just test it for one day. Test it for a couple of weeks and notice the differences that it brings about to your health expedition. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing, and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your 
friend who used herself as the guinea pig with all these fat loss strategies and they worked. And now she is sharing them with you so that you can save time by eliminating the guessing on your fat loss journey, Mandy.